Hi, welcome to Wendy Says Things. Today's episode is called Hearted Arguments. Now, I think we've all heard the phrase heated arguments when everyone's, I don't know, I want to say hackles are up. Maybe that's the phrase. Everyone in the argument is heated. They're all hot and bothered um, by something and so it can escalate these kind of arguments escalate someone comes at someone else and is like i'm so mad at you i'm so mad because this that and the other and it's one it's good to talk things through when there's an issue and it's valentine's day so happy valentine's day this i didn't mean this to be a valentine's day post per se um every relationship at some point is going that's that has any depth whatsoever is probably going to have uh, arguments because people are human and they have different expectations and ideas about how to relate to one another so what can happen what often happens is that one person's idea of what should be happening and what it means this is, there's two different things first there's the thing that's happening and second, there's the, the idea of that because X is happening, Y must be the reason behind it. And uh, we see the Y, uh, that's like also, it's, <laughs> it's a mathematical thing. We see the Y part of the equation and the WHY, the reason behind it through our own filter of what things mean so these kind of things form like when we're young so if somebody in your family growing up or where you grew up used silence to mean a specific thing for some people it's it nothing they they hung around people who were just silent because they didn't speak much and it didn't have any kind of emotional overtone and other families Silence was used like I'm not talking to you and in other Things that silence can mean is I'm just thinking about something so don't bother me or in other people silence is like um, I don't know maybe there's another thing I can't think of it but so anyway so silence can mean one thing and, and one family being loud and exuberant can just be being loud and exuberant it doesn't mean anything in another family loudness was always equated with anger so even if the person was being loud they were then obviously angry even if that's not true so our filter of how we grew up or how we were raised or things that we've learned along the way um, maybe through a previous relationship or a previous friendship it colors how we interpret the things that other people do so when there's an issue there's usually like a sadness or grief or anger or 
hurt about something and you know, if we if we aren't very skilled and a lot of us aren't on how I'm especially not on how to I mean I'm I've developed some skills so I'm better at it than I used to be um, you can develop skills on how to approach issues like this and so on one hand there's the flying off the handle there's the like I'm so mad at about this we got to get this we have to hash this out right now and I'm gonna take my anger to that person and I'm gonna throw it on out there and we're gonna have it out right now and that's one way to approach it definitely that usually is gonna result in a heated argument over time though I have decided or I, I, I went through this thing where I was having some trouble at work and I was practicing um, what if I didn't address something right away and instead I got really centered and thought about the effect that whatever the situation was having on me and when I approached the solution to it I came at it from a place of a kind of loving compassion for the situation for myself for the other person understanding that my filter may not be giving me an accurate understanding of what's happening. So what's true then is that the thing is that's causing unhappiness or discontent in the relationship is, is a fact. X happened. The meaning of like what it means and why it's going on that's where our filter kind of gets all jumbled. So some things are need to be addressed right then when they're happening because it's they're you know harmful right then. And if you have the wherewithal to handle them right then. But if it's a kind of ongoing situation or if it's something where you miss the opportunity because like me if you're like me you like don't think about it till later <laughs> you kind of freeze in the situation you're like oh wow that was uncomfortable and I didn't like that at all and it's hard to address it right then very difficult to say I you know this I didn't like this so then you reflect on it and you think ah yes I don't want that to continue and I don't know how to make it stop so I'm gonna brainstorm um, how to change the dynamic and a lot of times adjusting where I was coming from and taking some time the, the situation itself cleared up because I, I want to say that we put out a kind of energy <clears throat> um, how we hold our like how we're thinking about things how we're feeling about things causes our whole body to change how we hold ourselves how we move is affected by how we feel and what we're thinking so a lot of times taking that little break and kind of getting to that place of loving compassion for myself and for the other person that in and of itself cleared up a whole lot of things that never had to have a conversation which was great I was like wow this is this is kind of magical um, how this works so uh, when it comes to then discussing something especially when the emotions are running high or you know there's a depth of hurt there 
coming at it with a, a curiosity. Like really, if you find yourself angrily being like, why would somebody or why would this person I love and care about do this thing? Can't they see that would be hurtful? So those are two different things. Why did they do that? And can't they see it would be hurtful? Well, maybe they did not see that it was hurtful. Maybe they had some pressing underlying reason why the thing, why they did the thing. So if you find yourself asking why did this person do something, why did this happen, it's often good to get to that really calm place and inquire. And not from an angry, hurt place, but from like a genuine curiosity. Like, hey, I noticed that the other day, you know, you said this in this way and... I'm really curious why you said this thing in this way because I I found myself feeling hurt or isolated or damaged by that and I really wondered you know where that's where that's coming from I wondered if we could talk about that and you may be su very surprised where the other person was coming from maybe they'll be a lot of times they'll be like I, I didn't think about how that would come across I didn't know that that would be hurtful, but I can see now that that was, and I'm really sorry. That's like the best case scenario. That's a um, acknowledgement of valid feelings. It's a reflection back on themselves. It's like, oh, I was caught up with whatever um, was going on with my life and didn't see that that happens to everyone. <laughs> because we're, we're human and so this curiosity that comes from the heart like hey I noticed um, well I'm trying to think of an example um, what people have is their value system is different from person to person and the how how you make your decisions are based on your your experience so how could it be otherwise really when someone else has different experience and different value systems um, they may not see it as urgent or as pressing a thing as you do so coming at it from this um, really hard so for the first thing is like not coming at it angrily doesn't put the other person on the defensive right away because if you come at someone angrily you're like I can't believe you said this to me I'm so mad at you right now the other person is automatically on the defensive or if they're a people pleaser they're like crushed and they're having their own like emotional disappointment with themselves especially if they are hard on themselves anyway their internal dialogue is gonna spiral down <clears throat> with it like oh my gosh I can't believe I, I hurt this person I care about so how to get to the hearted argument is to even if writing it out helps. So if you're already a person who keeps a journal or whatever, journaling about it is good, but just kind of writing down the points 
and separating out the things that are your emotions because we have a duty to take responsibility for our emotions. Our emotions are our responsibility to handle with. And having a strong emotion about something or an emotional response to something <clears throat> doesn't necessarily mean someone else has to change their behavior or do anything different. So when you're in a relationship with someone, a friendship or uh, a family relationship or an intimate relationship, you can have all kinds of feelings and disappointments and navigating and understanding them. The easiest thing for your emotions is if the other person changes their behavior to not upset you in any way. <laughs> good, good luck with that. Because, you know, the other person's just living their life. And maybe nothing has to change. Maybe the emotional feelings that you're feeling are coming from, you know, your own garbage, untreated garbage in your own self that has to be cleared out. So, um, Maybe it's true that the other person acted unskillfully or unkindly or said something hurtful or if you know you start writing it out and you're kind of like, okay, so this person did this or said this and here's how I felt. I felt I was feeling like this and this and this. And you can kind of evaluate where your own filter and your own way that you approach the world needs some housekeeping. <laughs> And if you're, where you're coming from needs some housekeeping, then maybe do that first before you take that issue to the other person. That, and then when we relate to other people, there's like, I have a friend who's always on time. So if I'm late, of course, I would call and be like, hey, I'm running a little bit late. And she's also really good about answering texts right away. So I, you know, if I don't get one right away, I kind of start to worry. Other people don't text as frequently they don't text back right away and you know those the expectations are different on those kind of interact interactions um, so maybe there is something in the relationship that needs to change and you can come at it and be like okay so I really had this strong emotion to this thing that happened between us the other day and I'm wondering if there's a way that we can adapt what's going on because this isn't working for me. So um, one example was that I was getting uh, uh, a text from someone just whenever they thought about it and it was waking me up in the morning when I couldn't really wake up that, <laughs> that early. So we devised a different way like we talked about it and I'm like, okay, this is, this is not working for me because it's waking me up and we devised a way. I think I changed the setting on my phone because this was the way this person thought of, you know, thought of me first thing in the morning. <laughs> and that's when she wanted to get me the information. That's when she wanted to get me the information so she didn't forget. And so I changed my settings on my phone so that the way that she was communicating with me wouldn't give me a notification right then and it still allowed a setting where if it was an emergency she could get a hold of me and that conversation just cleared it up because it was really a technical thing it wasn't a kind of emotionally laden thing so sometimes just sitting down and 
uh, from this heart-centered way and saying, you know, this, this isn't work, you know, can we, can we work through this or can we kind of unpack this because I'm having, I'm having some feelings about this and I'm wondering what's going on here. <clears throat> and then the other person doesn't get defensive because you're already coming at it from a, we can work it out point of view. Like here's a situation that we can work through. Um, and I want to kind of sit down and walk through it so that we can work so that we can, you know, find something that can change to make this better for me and maybe better for you too. I'm not really sure what's going on here. So the things to remember about heartfelt arguments is to take stock of and responsibility for your own emotions. Know what your emotions are. Try to get closer to the root of where they're coming from. Separate it out from the event or the thing that's happening and evaluate that does something need to change and don't try to lock yourself into it has to change in a specific way because then that's like dictatorship and and relationships very often a give and take in a negotiation so with that in mind contact the person the other person in the equation and say hey you know kind of having an issue I'm wondering if we can talk about it and arrange a time when it's good for them because if you call up or text and just dump it on them whenever wherever they are at in their day that may not be good for them so it's it's often good to ask for time to set aside to talk about whatever issue it is at a, at a time that's convenient and good for them as well and so then you sit down and from your heart-centered loving compassion way because you've dealt with your own stuff kindly and lay out what the issue is the mechanics of it you can talk about your feelings and kind of where you're coming from and then ask for help in finding a solution so these are the things the ingredients i think for how how to have a heart hearted argument instead of a heated argument and that's really all i was thinking about this morning happy valentine's day thank you for listening to wendy says things See you next week.